Thanks for listening. This podcast is a ministry of Mariner's Church and everything we do to serve you, our communities, and our global family happens because of your generosity. Your financial support in the month of December is vital as we prepare for the next year of ministry. Everything you give equips us to reach our world with the hope of Jesus and serve those around us in his name. To give now and partner with us, visit marinerschurch.org slash give or click the link in the show notes. Thanks for your generosity and God bless you. Welcome to the Gospel Everyday Podcast, following along with the Mariner's Church annual read. This year, we are reading Knowing God Through the Year by J.I. Packer. We hope that you'll be filled with fresh insight and joy as you spend time discovering more about our thrilling God. My name is Linda Vino, and I will be your host for today. The title of our devotion is Getting the Message. Now, there's a program on ESPN called Game Day, During each Saturday during football season, Kirk Herbstreet and Pat McAfee challenge a college student to kick a 33-yard field goal. Now, the premise is that most people think that field goals are easy and therefore dismiss the team's field goal kicker as not that important to the team's success. When game day was at Washington University, Grayson, a sophomore at the university, was chosen to attempt the 33-yard field goal and win $60,000. The only requirement was that he had never kicked a field goal before. It was a rainy, cold day in Washington, and the crowd was large and shouting encouragement to Grayson. On the other hand, Pat McAfee was trying everything to make Grayson nervous. All was ready. Kirk was the ball holder, and the signal was given. The crowd was screaming as Grayson ran up to the ball and kicked it a mile, but sadly not through the goalposts. The crowd groaned, and then they suddenly began to shout, One more kick! One more kick. Now, Game Day had never given a second chance to anyone who had tried to kick a field goal on previous Saturdays. After being convinced by the shouting crowd, Pat and Kirk said that Grayson could have a second kick. For not $60,000, though, but for $30,000. So, Kirk held the ball a second time, and as everyone watched, the ball traveled through the air, and they suddenly broke into cheers for the ball sailed perfectly through the uprights of the goalpost. Grayson had just won 30,000 and the celebrations began. Now, you might be wondering what this story has to do with our devotion for today. The reason is because it's an example of grace. You see, Grayson lost the contest, but because of the grace given to him by Pat and Kirk, he went from a loser to a winner. He didn't do anything to earn a second chance. It was just given to him by the generosity of Kirk and Pat. And, of course, by the crowd who was firmly behind him. God's grace is one of the overriding themes in all of Scripture. And depending on the translation, it is mentioned 155 times. But what is biblical grace? Some have used the acrostic, God's riches at Christ's expense. Grace is something that we do not deserve but is given to us anyway. Of all the writers of the New Testament, It is in Paul's letter to the Roman church that the term appears the most. Thus, J.I. Packer views Paul's letter to the Romans as the highest peak of Scripture, and Martin Luther called Romans as the clearest gospel of all, and John Calvin as a sure read to understand the whole of Scripture. Why such elevated assessment by Bible scholars of the gospel of Romans? Well, 
It's because of Paul's carefully orchestrated move from the law of the Old Testament to the law of the Spirit of Grace. In chapters 1 through 8, Paul demonstrates with reasoned thinking the gospel's message. In chapters 9 through 11, he shows the implications of the gospel for the people of Israel. Paul concludes his letter with basic instructions that flush out the practical implications of the gospel in everyday life. And what does Paul say that God's grace does for us? In Romans 3.23, he tells his readers that everyone has sinned. We all fall short of God's glorious standard. True. But wait for it. In the next verse, Paul gives us the best news. Yet, God, in his grace, freely makes us right in his sight. He did this through Christ Jesus when he freed us from the penalty for our sins. And not only have we been declared not guilty, but Paul further assures us in Romans 6.27 that we have been freed from the power of sin. We no longer have to give in to our fleshly desires, but we are free to live holy lives in the power of the Holy Spirit. That's grace. J.I. Packer concludes this day's devotion with a challenge to page through the book of Romans, stopping to read arresting ideas that catch your eye in each chapter. Because, as he says, all roads in the Bible lead to Romans, and all the views afforded by the Bible are seen most clearly from Romans. Now, just as Grayson was afforded grace by Kirk and Pat, more significantly, God offers his grace to whomever will believe. We would all think that Grayson was crazy if he told Kirk and Pat, no thanks, when offered a second kick. Please don't say no thanks to God's offer of grace, for your answer will have an eternal impact on where you will spend eternity. Let's pray. Lord God, thank you for your grace. Thank you for reaching out to us, giving us the free gift of your grace when we are so undeserving. Thank you for what you are going to do in and through us because of the sacrifice of your son, Jesus. We love you, and it's in your name that we pray. Amen. Thanks so much for making the Gospel Everyday Podcast an important part of your day. Hit that subscribe button if you haven't yet, and we'd love it if you could take a few moments to rate and review the podcast. Tune in tomorrow for brand new content. If you'd like more information about Mariner's Church, download the Mariner's app at your favorite app store or visit marinerschurch.org.